0: Welcome to the You Can Have It All podcast to create a successful business and a thriving family. I am your host Mona Tavastoli from Montpreneurs Worldwide. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of You Can Have It All. This is part two of the 10 ways to find support as an entrepreneur. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, make sure to listen to it as I'm sure you will find some insights in there as well. We talked about the support you can get from individuals, from mentors to coaches, sponsors, and masterminds. In this episode, the focus is on the various groups who can support you on your entrepreneurial journey. The first one is co-working spaces, which are large areas designed for entrepreneurs to work from. Their ambience is usually very open and welcoming, and they have a community vibe to them when you enter the space. As you may remember from the last episode, we talked about loneliness as one of the challenges of entrepreneurship. So co working spaces tackle this issue really well. When you start a business and before building your team and having your own office space, you don't necessarily need to work from home or a little couch in the quiet corner or a coffee shop. You can become a member of a co-working space, have all your business requirements at hand and a number of other entrepreneurs sitting next to you in a lively and comfortable environment. A lot of collaborations happen at co-working spaces as well. Imagine that everyone around you is an entrepreneur with a skill set. Someone might be a designer, another person could be uh, an expert in tech or digital marketing, so you can all help and support each other. You can also find the members of your mastermind at co working spaces. Remember when we talked about masterminds and how to find them in the previous episode? Well, now you're surrounded by entrepreneurs who can help you on your journey. You can also find all the office supplies and requirements at these spaces, such as printers, meeting rooms, and more. A lot of educational seminars happen at co working spaces, and they usually offer free or a discounted rates to their members to attend. You might be able to attend these events as a non-member as well at a higher price. So this is also a great way to mingle with like-minded people. There are various levels of access that you can choose from. For instance, if you're just starting out, you can get a membership that gives you access for a couple of hours a day with a flexi-desk, which means that you don't have a dedicated space and you can use any desk or couch that's available on that day. If your business is more established, then you can get a desk that is assigned for you. And some co-working spaces even offer private rooms for companies that have a small team of two to six people. Remember that at these spaces, you can also do your market research, talk to other entrepreneurs and tackle a lot of issues together. I see the rise of family-friendly or women-only co-working spaces as well. One of my dreams is to open a co-working space with everything that a mompreneur would need from childcare to well-being center and an amazing tribe of like-minded entrepreneurs. You'll be the first to know when that dream becomes a reality. It's definitely a long-run project. So co-working spaces are a great start to meet your tribe and work from a space that keeps you motivated and focused, especially if you get distracted easily at home. The second group that support entrepreneurs are incubators and accelerators. These organizations' main objective is to help startups attain success. They usually focus on early-stage startups, as this is when companies benefit the most from outside help. At a later stage, you probably have a board, advisors, and consultants who are there to support you to scale your business. As an entrepreneur, you have to apply to join these organizations. You present your pitch deck and you talk about the reasons you believe they should select your company. Some incubators and accelerators are focused on a specific category, like tech or impact-driven entrepreneurs, and you have to ensure that your company falls into that category before applying. You're probably asking the difference between an incubator and an accelerator, which is not always very clear, to be honest. So let's talk about the differences. Incubators' focus is on growing new and early-stage businesses. They are like co-working spaces that we just talked about, but they also offer other resources such as legal advice, mentorship, and sometimes even seed money in exchange for a small amount of equity in the startups. There are also some incubators that are supported by government, and they don't even get equity from you. They subsidize a license fee and offer other benefits as they want you to become a success story, which could be part of the government's initiative to support startups. Accelerators, on the other hand, are mainly for rapid growth companies and it is a program that you sign up for with an objective to scale your business. Accelerators provide resources and connections that help you achieve your goals faster, better and in an easier way because now you have access to a lot of valuable resources that a lot of other entrepreneurs at your stage might not necessarily have access to. So this is a systemized program with a curriculum and a start and an end, which is meant to help you jump to the next level in a short period of time. There is certainly overlap between accelerators and incubators, but the difference is in the stage of startups they accept. So imagine that startups are like a kid and the idea is born and incubators are usually focused on the childhood of the startup while accelerators come into picture during the teenage days. Their needs are different and the level of growth that can happen with accelerators is bigger than incubators. Both groups are highly selective and I recommend you to do your research to identify the factors that are important for them and to ensure that your business falls into their category. Okay, let's move to the next group. The third type of organizational support that you can get is networking groups. And there are many networking events happening these days, from fully professional ones to more social ones that happen in the evenings in a casual setting networking groups are a great way to meet new people there are many international networking groups that might have a chapter in your city for instance elevate is an organization in the u.s for female entrepreneurs and they have chapters in many cities all around the world they usually organize networking events for their members to meet on a monthly basis Another example is BNI, which is the most structured and systemized networking group I've seen so far. I was never a member of BNI, but I've attended some of their events that are open to public, and they follow very strict guidelines. Their meetings usually happen on a weekly basis, early in the morning from 7 to 9 a.m., and you can't really miss these meetings without having a good reason. Their members also get the most results, and I know people who get 60% or even more of their sales through BNI. We used to organize networking events in Dubai, which was one of my favorite things as these events bring the community together. It's easy to organize it in one city, but it's more challenging to have it done at a global level. Our goal is to bring on ambassadors to organize local events in various cities all around the world. Even though we have put a lot of effort in going digital, I still see an enormous value in face-to-face events, so stay tuned. One of my other favorite events that we used to organize is speed networking. This is when we collaborated with other networking groups and our members met for three minutes at a time before they switched to the next person. It's a similar concept to speed dating, but the purpose is different, obviously. The objective of speed networking is to meet as many people as possible in a short period of time and then choose who to have a longer conversation with towards the second half of the event. Speed networking events are really good for those who might not feel comfortable talking to new people and usually stick to the ones they already know. Now they are forced to meet new people and it's over before they start feeling uncomfortable. It's just three minutes. I highly recommend attending various networking events and pick the ones that you find the most suitable for you and your business. Okay, so the fourth place where you can potentially seek support is the digital form of networking groups, which usually happen on Facebook groups or free to join online communities. The idea is to find a group that specializes in the topic that you are interested to learn more about. You can also have a chance to meet like-minded people to share these ideas with. There are several Facebook groups out there for almost any subject, from parenting to digital marketing, weight loss, anything that you want, you can find a group for it. We also have a free Facebook group for mompreneurs worldwide. So join us if you haven't done it yet. Just go to facebook.com in the group section and look for mompreneursww. Facebook can become very distracting, but use it as an empowering tool instead of a distraction. Find your tribe online and share your challenges as well as your wins with the groups. The fifth source of support that you can find from organizations is online memberships, which is similar to the digital communities, but is more structured and systemized and therefore require an investment to join. These online memberships are truly beneficial as they give you the freedom to join from any part of the world and learn from the expertise of influential people without the need to travel. I have joined many digital courses and memberships, which was one of the best decisions I have made for my business. They offer the content that I need in a structured step-by-step format and a community to go to when I have any questions or need support. To me, this is the future. This is how our world is connecting, and online memberships are the best way to scale and have a bigger impact. This is the reason that we at Momponus Worldwide have shifted focus to digital courses and memberships. I believe that the challenges of running a successful business and a thriving family are not limited to a region. They are a global challenge. It's also essential to be connected to mompreneurs from all around the world and we can all learn from each other and support each other. How amazing is it to know that there is someone else in your network that is at a similar level as you and she's also achieving her goals no matter what. We all have a lot more in common than we can imagine. If you want to learn more about our membership, go to monatavasil.com slash member to be the first to be notified when the doors are open for registrations. I can't wait to welcome you to our tribe of mompreneurs from all around the world okay the last support that i'd like to talk about is the support you can get from impact driven nonprofits. a lot of the options that we talked about so far require some kind of an investment from your side but these organizations are there to support you as part of their mission without asking for any financial investment or equity they usually have sponsors who cover the cost of the program and they select and invest in individuals from all around the world The best examples that you have heard me talk about multiple times is Vital Voices, which is an organization in the U.S. that invests in women entrepreneurs and leaders. Entry is based on an application process and when you get selected, you will have access to their various programs. These organizations can provide anything from grants to mentorship, education and business advice to startups at various levels. They may have a specific mandates to work in certain fields or geographic areas around the world. So search for the programs and organizations that you can get support from. Especially if you are a social entrepreneur, a women entrepreneur, or a young entrepreneur, you might find a local or international program that supports your mission. A lot of people assume that these programs cater to nonprofits only, but the entrepreneurial ecosystem is expanding constantly, and there are many organizations that are on a mission to invest in entrepreneurs. There is definitely more support out there and I wanted to highlight the top 10 in this episode and the previous episode. Let me know what support you have as an entrepreneur or you wish you had on this roller coaster journey. I want you to know that you are not alone. There's a lot of support out there from individuals who want to pay it forward and support you to organizations who believe in you and your mission. In addition, one of the best investments you can make is to invest in yourself, your education and your network. These investments will make you save more time, money and energy by learning the things that you didn't even know you don't know. If you are already a part of our community, it's an honor to be able to work with you and support your business. And if you're not yet, we'll be delighted to welcome you to our community. Go to monatawasil.com slash member and you'll be the first to receive our updates. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Have a wonderful day.